1: Got it. a mark on downfield. Down, 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 For number 10. A hush falls over Patterson Stadium. The crowd senses the moment. The stutter steps. The big long okay, Number 10. It's a thing of oh, beauty. Well, here they
0: come too. Even Jono's liking this one. Fantastic effort. It is a great effort. Yes, another bag of 10 for Josh Kennedy, West Coast Eagles legend, AFL life member. He joins us on mornings thanks to New Farm Galaxy for flexible broadleaf weed control. Choose New Farm Galaxy. Josh, welcome to the show. How many bags of 10 did you kick in your career?
1: Uh, I was lucky enough to get, I think, twice. I did it twice and then kicked 11 months as well. So three times over 10. Oh, Wow, and Mark and Marla gave me probably yeah at least fifteen of those shots. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he, he'll take the credit for it.
0: He would have been handy to lead to, wouldn't he, Mark
1: Lacroix? He was he was one of the best. Well, it's, it's always good to lead to someone when they're always looking for you. So that's the uh, that's the trick. If they're always looking for you, you know it's going to come there. It makes it a lot easier
0: okay let's get down to the the grim business of analyzing west Coast versus Adelaide on the weekend was yeah. was that worse than Launceston
1: uh, yeah look it was um, yeah it was disappointing um, and obviously you know as a, as a fan sitting on the sideline watching yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it can be quite frustrating. But, um, but yeah, Adelaide, we're, we're too good in the end. Um, and, yeah, so I suppose you look at the year and that uh, consistency, we, we try and ask for efforts and uh, intent. But um, it's been quite difficult for West Coast to be able to do that this year. Obviously, with the injuries they've had and the list and the players they're playing, um, you know, with a lot of young players coming in and, and probably not up to speed or up to scratch on, on, on how hard the game actually is. And, um, yeah, you're able to see yeah Adelaide uh, kind of move the footy in a way where as a forward you, you lick your lips. And, um, you know, regardless of, you know, even if we had Gov and, and Barras down back uh, this week, I still think it would have been pretty hard for them to stop um, their forward line. You know, especially you know Tex Walker who, who kicked ten. Um, but yeah, the the pressure on the ball was not there, and and you know the cost of their mids in Laird and Dawson and even Keys gets up and gets the footy a bit. They were able to. Really dominate that transition of footy, and and as a backman, you know, some it's it's very hard to um no matter how good a player you are, it is very hard to stop with um, the ball movements like that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that to a degree, but I reckon if Barris and Gov play, then Yo starts in the midfield, and that changes the the, the dynamic yeah. of what happened there, didn't it? Because they got absolutely caned out of the middle in that first quarter, and I guess Adam Simpson had to pick his poison knowing both either one was going to kill him. If you put Elliot Yo in the middle, you end up with a waffle back line, and if you put Elliot Yo in defence and you end up losing the midfield battle, Elliot Yo is still playing on bigger, stronger opponents and, uh, and playing to a losing midfield against a strong forward line. It's, it's always dangerous, Josh, isn't it, when a team's absolute strength, which is clearly Adelaide's attack, is pitted against the team's absolute weakness, which is clearly West Coast defence at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, under man down back, and then then those decisions have to get made, especially with the calibre that Adelaide have, and, you know, to to pull Yohe out of the midfield, and um, obviously, you know, he was the best midfielder last week, and and being able to, uh, I suppose, pull him out and go down on text, you know, um, does make it difficult in in the midfield able to adjust to, to who's in there and, and, you know, Bailey did get dominated with those hit-outs early um, but I think he, he's still showing some positive signs this year. And he keeps growing every week and um, I think he played his bit here for the part but being able to adjust in the midfield when you don't have guys like Yowie and, um, and you know, obviously TK and, and Boots were still around that area so you still adjust but that, that intent pressure that you need on the footy um, to not have that clean footy come out, you know, um, Clearances were, were similar. I think they only had seven more, but um, but yeah, the contested side of footy, um, especially in the guts, uh, you know, I think it was 164 to 125, so, um, really got dominated in that area, and and that ball was able to kind of go from inside to out, um, really quick, and and that that helps with Adelaide's you know attacking mode and, and their transition with the footy.
0: watching Adam Simpson on the TV in the box in the last quarter, and almost looked like he was bordering on Mm -hmm. getting emotional Adam's done a great job of being very even and calm I think given the carnage unfolding at the club Mm -hmm. this year I was I I was a bit concerned watching him um in that box in the last quarter do you think it's starting to get Mm -hmm. to him and and what can be done to to, I guess put the support around him or 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 what needs to be done to make sure that um this doesn't uh, take a toll on him
1: yeah, well, you know, obviously um, AFL coaching is, is, is a pretty tough gig, um, especially when you're dealing with a lot of things that are probably out of his control, um, you know, from, from injuries and who he's able to play. Um, so, you know, he mentioned in that press conference that it, it can be quite draining, but that's what he signed up for. And um, he's pretty resilient, Adam, and um, the way he's always gone about, you know, from playing um, and his coaching ability. So um, he'll keep charging through. And uh, at times like this, can get frustrating and, and, and trying to make moves or, or change things or, um, you know, motivate the team, you know, that's probably been, that will probably be the biggest thing at the moment, I think, um, you know, with any coach in this situation is is trying to build belief and it's hard to, you know, you can, you can sell belief um, when there's no evidence and sometimes that gets you through in the short term, but, you know... When you build belief, you need the evidence there, and it's been quite hard for West Coast to get that evidence, um, especially with the caliber of players that have been on the track and um, that inconsistency of, of effort and intent. It would be it'd be quite difficult. So um, he's obviously yeah, he's feeling it, but you know he's he's pretty resilient bloke, and uh, I'm sure that he'll um, he'll pull through. And, and the club will be doing everything they can to put things in place to, to help support him in that way.
0: Clearly clubs support coaches until they can't. I think that's probably the best way to say it. And mm-hmm. I think Simo said at his press conference a few weeks back, I'm the coach until I'm not. Are you confident he gets yeah. through this and the club sticks fat with him? Yeah,
1: well, you, you've heard the club, um, you know, from, from the there, um, and I suppose that it comes down to a decision whether um, you know it does take a toll on Adam, and, and whether he he thinks he's not the right man for the job. So um, currently, as it sits, you know uh, he he will be coaching over the next few years um, due to his contract. And talked uh, in the um, in the press conference, you know uh, they will be the youngest uh, side in a few years. There will be some list changes, obviously, as everyone can see, and um, you know in terms of that rebuild and, and transitioning of the list you know the club have been supportive in adam being there and, and adam's you know ready to take it on so um you know i have no doubt that he'll be he'll be there over the next couple of years building that list and and getting west coast back up to to where they belong um but i suppose in this interim or this this, this period right now when he mentions that they are in a pit you know um you know it, it's it, it comes down to what toll it does take on you and as much as he is resilient, but he might um, he might put his hand up and say he's not the man for the job. So it will all depend on how Adam's tracking, I suppose, towards the back end of this year.
0: Do you sense he's still okay, or do you think it's, it's starting to wear thin? Yeah.
1: Oh, look, you know, it, externally, you kind of look at, you know, press conferences and, and the way the boys are playing and certain issues that have been popping up with injuries. You know, um, you know, it, it is easy to say that, you know, he's not tracking too well. But, um, you know, I think he's been in situations like this before, um, you know, in his playing days and then, and also in periods of, you know, coaching for West Coast has been quite successful, but, um, you know, He's a pretty resilient man I, I think that Internally he's, he's doing okay And I think The support that he has From the club And the board Especially when they're um, You know supporting, uh, supporting him publicly That does Does help a lot I think for an AFL coach So um, You know Times are tough But um, he'll keep pushing through
0: Ryan Marrick kicks a goal with his first kick in AFL footy was it just, yeah, a, how good was that? just a smart bit of forwards play wasn't it be in front with a quick kick forward <laughs> take, takes the mark kicks the goal pretty simple stuff what, what did you see in him nah. that you liked
1: no nah, it, it was it was great for him to you know, he could kick three um, uh, for the game and um, just to have a little bit of presence around and you know um being, you know, he's a forward, he's pretty tall, um, having those, you know, positions putting himself in, whether you know it's a front and centre or in a contest um, and obviously the ball didn't come down that much, so, um, but yeah, it was great to see him kick his first goal I was, I was pretty excited to see him on the couch watching so, and to see, I suppose, Luke, should we get it to him, you know, um, I text Boots after him to see it's pretty pumped you know, because he'll, he'll remember that forever as much as it was a game that, um, you know, a lot will want to forget. Um, for him coming through the mid-season draft and, you know, being there a week in West in the West and now playing his first day of the game and having his first kick as the first goal, he'll remember that forever. So it's, um, it's something that's pretty cool.
0: It's pretty amazing, isn't it? He's, uh, one minute he's doing peaches and stacking <laughs> shells, the next minute he's playing waffle. Yeah. And I think the, waffle, the West Coast waffle team was the fifth team he'd played for this year. The West Coast AFL team was the sixth team he'd play for this year and he's playing for them the next, the next week. It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's um, at least mid-season draft um, kind of stories. They're always quite amazing, you know. Even Jai Cully last year with the you know the fish and chip uh, shop and um, you know certain jobs that um, you know they're doing and just having fun playing their footy and and you know next minute they're uprooted, moved to the west um, on an AFL list and 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 then playing AFL. Um, you know, you talk about a good you know I suppose a month in your life. It would be um, it would be. Quite hard to sit there, and you'd be pinching yourself, um, and especially you know Ryan and the way he came in and being able to kick that his first goal with his first kick. You know, not there is a lot of players to do it, but not many uh, that that get that chance. And he was able to do that, so you know it's it's something that he'll remember forever.
0: I got the feeling watching Jack Darling on the weekend that he played a week early after the, the arm issue and possibly a, a, a couple of other issues that he had. Um, Josh, he just mm. he didn't he, he wanted to wrestle and and make a contest without really being the Jack Darling that would get involved in the game in a way that might help the Eagles. It looked like he was he would look like he like was trying to do, a, do his bit without really being equipped to do his bit on the day.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Jack's biggest strength can be, you know, his contested work and especially in marking contests and, and how strong he is, um, you know. But uh, uh, the confidence thing coming back from, you know, an arm fracture and... Um, as much as with them, you can keep your fitness up, you can keep everything going, but, you know, your, your judgement of the footy the speed of the game, um, things that you can't really train. And obviously with the list, they probably haven't been able to train um, too much of, you know, a, a lot of game scenario type play. So uh, it, it would be quite difficult to come back in and whether it's a week early or not, you know, it's it's, it's going to be good for Jack. And um, hopefully he's built a bit more confidence in that arm and, and certain positions he can get himself into to uh, put him in that best position for a, for a contest. Um, but, it's done with my leg or
0: um, you know, even wrists. You know. It is. Looks like we might have lost Josh, the link to Josh there. We'll try and get him back. Uh, in the meantime, a couple of birthday wishes coming through from Roy. Roy wished Paul Hazelby a belated uh, happy birthday for his 42nd yesterday. And also Jack Darling, I believe, who Josh was just talking about when uh, we lost the, the connection to him. He's... Uh, he has his birthday today. Do we have Josh back, boys? We've got him back. Josh, are you there? I'm there. I could hear. You, oh, you lost me, did you? Yeah, yeah. We couldn't hear you. Uh, um, we'll, what happens when you live up in Jordan? We'll, <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, yeah. Nick Nat knew he ruled out for the season. Now, will we see Nick again?
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's 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 very um, I suppose heartbreaking to see you know a good mate and a player. Um, that's done so much for this club over, over many years and to see the injuries he's gone through the resilience he showed and then um, you know to to push through that pre-season and then trying to get back and obviously things went well and, and now he's in for surgery now for the year especially at um, I suppose his age and how much footy he's been played the last few years yeah it, it is a big question and um, I assume that you know um It'll probably be on Nick, on, you know, what that call is. And, um, you know, the club will be sitting there right behind supporting in in whatever um, he wants to do. And um, it'll be conversations between him and the club on, on whether it's the best thing for him to go forward. One, you know, for his body, um, that's probably the big thing. It, 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 I know when I got towards the back end of mine um, in the last few years, you know, It it does add up the toll on, you know, the injuries that you have and trying to push through and and the motivation on trying to get up and, and be able to play. Um, it can it can do a bit, and then you got to start thinking of life after footy, and you know Nick's you know got a little baby now, and there's there's kids to, to think about, especially when you want to be running around playing chasey with them. You know that was that was one of my biggest issues, is I couldn't play chasey with my kids. So um, those little things in life perspective starts to to come into place, but you know um, for Nick. Achilles surgery, it's, it's a big surgery. It'll be interesting to see whether he does come back and, and play a game, uh, one more game for the for West Coast Eagles because um, if he doesn't, yeah, he's, he's going to be sadly missed because he's been a fantastic player and, and one that, you know, the West Coast fans will never forget.
0: One thing I didn't understand, Josh, and maybe you can help me understand it, in the situation the club was in with Nick, I would have thought they had to have that scan result before the deadline for the mid-season draft and at least be in an informed position as to whether they could have another list spot free. Now, I'm not suggesting that means they have to take Mm. the second pick in the draft, but at least be informed and have all the information that they they could have available to them so they could say, yep, we think there's a draftable player when our second pick comes around or no, we don't think there is. So I, I found that strange.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not really too equipped to be talking about risk management and stuff like that. That's always been well over my head. But um, but yeah, it obviously is a talking point in um, coming into a mid-season draft, and and, and the only way to, to get you know picks is from a retirement or a, or a season-ending injury, and and Knicks came after obviously the the, the draft all that, that timing, um, whatever it is to, to have that all lodged to be able to get that pick. So, um, I'm actually not too sure on the process of how it's on with Nick, and um, from his training to um, you know his repeat scans and where he's at, and, and whether something's happened after that lodgement, I, I'm not too sure. But um, but yeah, you, you can sit there and, and keep talking about it, but it is what it is, and um, obviously it came out um, you know after the lodgement was uh, was to be made, and, and that could have been purely by by timing. So we, we don't know, but. Um, but but yeah, I know Timo's talked about taking another spot just for the sake of it and filling up a waffle side. Um, you know they're looking more for the future and and your other drafts are um, you know where you get your, your young um, I suppose talent um, and then you know from free agency whether they go get involved with that. But that's where they're probably putting a lot more focus on um, rather than your mid-season draft and just topping up you know um, you know the waffle side.
0: The word is that they could get five players back after the break, and uh, and they're good players. Uh, obviously, Barris, McGovern, are a couple of them. Liam Duggan, you'd expect yeah. um, Elijah Hewitt will be over his concussion, and Jake Drummond yeah. should, should be over his his illness. Do you feel like the moment against Adelaide was the worst moment that that there is upside from here?
1: Uh, well, you yeah, know, well, there's been a few moments this year where um, you could you could class it as, as a worst moment, but you know, there's always upside. Um, And you know, going into a break now, um, we got like you said, then you got five maybe coming back, and 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 guys like you know uh, Barascar, Duggan, Waterman. um, Waterman being laid out didn't really help on the weekend, so. Um, having those guys come back um, do help with the consistency of, of probably that effort, um, intent, and um, and what you want um, seen I suppose, as a fan. So, and and Elijah Hewitt being young and coming back in, and and hopefully being up to play after that concussion. You know, it, it's it's good to have numbers coming back, especially after the buy and. Uh, heading over to Sydney, I think, for that next game, Sydney and Sydney, which has always been difficult um, for us. And we've always seemed to have it either before the buy or after the buy. And, and sometimes it hasn't been too pleasant. So hopefully, having the calibre of those guys come back, uh, having a bit more consistency in the training, um, you know, we'll start to see, you know, some improvement in that effort and intent. And um, we're. Uh, whether they win games or not, um, it's just that that effort and intent you want to see, and you know from what we saw in the Collingwood game it is there, and they're the positives that you want to take out, and the coaches will be, you know, relying on to to do that.
0: Josh, and, can, Um yeah, Josh, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. Uh, we're we're out of time, and we need to take a break. Uh, no worries. Uh, Hopefully there's a good break for them. Hopefully there's no injuries in the waffle this week and hopefully we see a stronger performance uh, from them against the Swans. Thanks, mate. Josh Kennedy, West Coast Eagles legend, AFL Life member. He always joins us on Tuesday mornings on the show thanks to New Farm Galaxy. New Farm Galaxy is the flexible tank mix partner to control broadleaf weeds. We'll take a break and be back with more.